Snow day. It's a snow day. Or is it a snow day? I, I don't really know. My kids have school at home. So I think the days of the snow day are bye-bye. No more snow days. I know I have a snow day. I don't like, I wanted to work today. I planned on going to work today. I got up, I looked outside. I, I got, I, I live in Revere. I don't know. It, it's still snowing. We probably got like five, six inches of snow. It's going to continue to snow. Um, <clears throat> you know, driving the trucks that I have aren't the best to drive in the snow, but you can drive them in the snow. The place that I'm working at, which is in Wilmington, it's a building in Wilmington. They have asked that we don't come in today. We don't work today. They're, they're doing their thing to get rid of the snow. So there will be no work for me today. I will do the unthinkable and not work and stay home. And at least I'll get to spend some time with my daughter. My son's not here. He's doing remote schooling in Rehoboth. My daughter doing remote schooling here for Revere. But I'm guessing that the days of snow days are gone. And I don't know how I feel about it. I, I got a text message last night from my buddy Duff where there is a school district, I, I think it's in Rhode Island, that they've decided to let kids have the snow day. They've said, you know what? Snow days are, are some of the best days of, of, you know, you look back at life and you, you think about snow days and you went sled and you had fun and you had a good time and you had fun and it was it was a day to relax. You got, you like, yes. Snow day. Or maybe you had homework. Back in the day, you were like, oh, I got homework, but it's going to snow, so I'm not going to do it. There were many reasons to be excited about snow days, but now there are no reasons to be excited about it because kids don't have them. And I don't know how I feel about it. I'm torn. I'm torn on whether or not the kids should just have the school day. They might as well get credit for it, right? Why not get credit for the school day? Just do it. They're already doing remote schooling. Will this be the future of snow days? Will snow days go away? I'm sure the teachers union is not going to be having it. I'm willing to bet. So today is not going to be a snow day in Revere. It's not going to be a snow day in Rehoboth. I'm willing to bet that going forward, the teachers unions will not be happy with this. And will say, wait a second. We also like snow days. We like snow days so that we can get an extra day off. So that we can relax. I'm guessing that snow days will come back once the teachers union isn't happy with them. But right now in Revere... The kids have school. Rehoboth, the kids have school. Apparently, a school in Rhode Island is not going to have school today. And my buddy Duff, uh, you know, he doesn't like the idea. I don't know if I like the idea either. I don't think kids will go out and play anyways. They don't go out in the snow. I said it yesterday. There's going to be no kids walking around shoveling. There's going to be no kids looking to make extra cash. So I figure, why not get the school day in? Get in front of the computer. It's what they do anyways. Get the school day in. Bang it out. And then they get out earlier. Instead of going to school till almost July, they'll be done earlier. No big deal. No harm, no foul. And God forbid if the teacher has to work on a snow day. So I'm, I'm going to find out how I feel about it today. Today will be my first experience as to where I see the full effect with my son and my daughter as to whether or not snow days as something we should get to continue to have and that if the kids actually go out and have fun and play. Normally the best snow days are the ones where the snow has already stopped. So it's snowed all night and school gets canceled and it's 6, 8, 
nine in the morning, it has stopped snowing, the plows are out doing their thing, and you take the kids and you go sledding. Again, sledding something my kids don't do, unless you go to like a sled park and you have like the inner tube, but I used to sled. I don't see a lot of kids sledding anymore. I feel like that's died as well. But just something to think about. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out America's podcast. We do it five times a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I thought about not getting up today and doing it, as you could tell, because I started late. I woke up probably about 4.30, 4.45, looked outside, knew that I knew that the job was going to get canceled, no big deal. Laid back down in bed, and I thought, I was like, ah, do I do the podcast? Do I get up later? And then my, I was like, ah, oh, my daughter's got school, so she's going to need me to be quiet. So I went downstairs and I started looking at some stories. So I said, you know what? We'll do the damn podcast. There are some people that actually, there are some people that listen. I know. I, it's amazing. It's crazy that people actually listen to the podcast, but I appreciate it. You can get the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, Pandora, wherever you get your podcast, you can get this podcast. Just put in Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. That's S-P-A-Z. Apostrophe N O U T that that spells out, and then you can figure out how to spell America and podcast. Because if I try to rifle that off without writing it down, it's not going to come out right. AnthonyPaziali.com has all the links as well. And some people like to watch the live stream that I do on Facebook and then I do on Instagram. Not many. Most people are downloading or, or streaming. 700, 750. Actually, yesterday we had a major spike, we had over a thousand on yesterday's episode, so it's a big spike of 250, hopefully that trend continues, typically when I get spikes like that, people tend to stay, I hope that they do, we're trying to get up to 2,500 streams a day per episode, you know, when it first drops, anything that happens after that doesn't matter, I need 2,500 per day, uh, or per new episode, and then I can stop making some cash, making that cash, all right, Stuff that I want to get into and that I want to talk about today. I, I, I don't know how I, I haven't got to this story yet. We got to talk about Lincoln, but I want to talk about the five points. And I don't know. How, this is a uh, five points of building in New York. That's the, uh, the I, I don't know, the graffiti mecca or the art mecca. I don't know. I'm not an artist, but it, it, it's been a place for 20 to 25 years where People who do graffiti could go and they could graffiti all over a building and they do great work. And something happened a few years ago where it got whitewashed and then more money got awarded recently. And I can't believe I haven't seen this story or even talked about it because my, my head might explode that a guy had to pay. I mean, he passed away. The owner of the building is now dead, but he passed away. I mean, uh, but he had to pay out a ridiculous amount of money. And I want to talk about this. It's, it's absolutely mind-boggling to me that you can own a piece of property and that you would have to pay people at, that, that, that fucking drew all over your building. We got to get to that. I, we got to get to the story out of San Francisco. That there is a high school or a school in San Francisco that is named after Lincoln. And the committee, the 16th District Committee, would like to change the name. Because they believe that Abe Lincoln didn't care about African Americans. It might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It might be the dumbest statement I have ever heard. And I say a lot of dumb shit. I could, I could possibly be the winner of the dumbest things ever said. 
but this might be the dumbest thing I have ever heard or is ever being tried to be executed. This country is under attack by woke left-wing boobs. Literally, these boobs are trying... They, they, we have to talk about it. They believe that Abe Lincoln didn't care about African-Americans. I, I mean... <laughs> I feel like I should end the podcast on that. I should just say, do you believe there are a group of people in San Francisco that want to change the name of a school from Lincoln to something else because they believe that Lincoln didn't care about African-Americans? I The end. I leave. And then in Seattle, a city councilwoman who wrote the bill on defunding the police there and also wrote the bill on decriminalizing certain misdemeanors had to call the police. She had a problem at her home and the crime that was committed is one of those crimes that she decriminalized to make it a no big deal type of crime and she wants justice. She's demanding justice. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. We have to get to that. And the big problem with defunding police. In about six or seven cities, there is a major spike in crime thanks to the defunding of police. And we have to talk about that. But first, let's get to the five points. Because this is mind-boggling to me. All right, This this developer, um, I, I don't know how to say his name. I, it's like... Wafflin, Wolklin, whatever. We'll just call him the developer. There is a was a real estate developer who just recently passed away from New York that grew up, hear me out, he grew up a poor boy. He, his father was a milkman. His father died when he was 11. He worked his butt off. He, at a very young age, um, he, he, he started, you know, when he was 11, he started working in a clothes factory for a clothes maker to make his family money. Then by the time he was 16, he had his own business waxing floors. From there, he sold his floor waxing business, got some money and got into real estate, bought some vacant lots, uh, with the help of his brother. They started building properties in the outer, outer boroughs of New York, flash you know, 50 years later, 40 years later, he becomes a real estate titan. The guy becomes one of the most successful real, real estate developers in New York history. Makes a shit ton of money. Of course he does. He worked his ass off, but he came from nothing. He came from zero dollars. Zero. This guy was counting pennies when he was 16, trying to take care of his family. So by no means was this guy rich when he was younger. By no means was this guy privileged. He had to work his ass off to make all the money that he made. So in the 70s, he buys a warehouse, a big-ass warehouse, but does really nothing with it, rents it out, uh, uh, makes it open to artists, uh, uh, you know, people to rent, you know, offices and stuff to do artistry or, or paint. I, I don't know what, but the building is basically nothing. And then recently, and now for 20 years, hear me out, for 20 years, he allows people the artists and graffiti people to draw on the building. He just lets them do it and say, hey, you know what? Go ahead. Draw on it. Do graffiti. And they did great. I mean, there were great murals. Great great artwork was done on the building, but that's besides the fucking point. So now we flash to this great economy that has been happening over the past few years. And the man would like to turn the warehouse into condos. He wants to tear it down. And he wants to make condos, which is his right. He's a developer. That's what he does. 
He buys property, and when it's time for the property to appreciate, he tears down a building, and he makes bigger and better buildings, and he, and he sells it for profit. And this, this is a fucking investment that he's been holding on to since the 70s. 30 years late. 30? Shit. 40? 50 years later, the guy wants to cash in on it. But then, of course, the people who he allowed to use his building as a canvas decide to sue him. They say, you can't take down our artwork. This is our artwork. You can't, we, we, we need the right to preserve this great artwork. And of course, the builder's like, well, I mean, it's my fucking building. It's, it's my private property. I own this. I mean, I allowed you to, to spray paint here, but now I, I'm not going to allow you to do it anymore. I'm not, no, you can't do it. No, nope, I'd like to make my money back. I, no, one, no one wants to buy this. I have to tear it down and build condos so that I can get my money back. So this is the craziest part. These artists, they sue, and under some weird art act that, that was passed, they win. They win. And the guy has to, hear this out, the guy has to pay out, or paid out, $6.7 million. He had to pay out $6.7 million to people that he allowed to draw on a building, to graffiti on a building that he owned, and then when he said, hey, no more drawing on my building. I'm going to tear it down because I need to make money. They sue him. And then somehow in the United States of America, you win. So now you are allowed to do, you, you are allowed to draw all over somebody's property. Then when they tell you they don't want you to do it anymore, you can sue them and you can get paid a shit ton of money. Now, in fact, he gave them the time. He said, hey, listen, I'll give you a year to try to to document your work, photos, all that stuff. Year comes up. Instead of just tearing the building down, he does what he thought was the right thing. He whitewashed it. He painted over it. He said, you know what? I'm going to paint over this. I don't want to have to have the people watch us bulldoze their artwork. We're going to cover it up, and then we'll knock it down. So that's what he does. People get fucking pissed off. They sued him. They win six point something. Seven million dollars, and then what's worse is recently the reason why I'm talking about it in the past month or so, they were awarded more money to cover their legal fees. So they got another three million dollars to cover their legal fees. Now listen, here's my beef, and it and it's a simple beef in a nutshell. Where the hell is the United States going? Where are we in the United States that when a man owns private property, you can't say what you do and what is done on your private property? You, you have worked from the bottom, from the bottom of the barrel. You born in, in shit. You lived in a fucking shit pile with pigs. I mean, I don't know if they got really lived with pigs, but you get my point. You were born in squander. You, lit, you were born in the 30s. Your family could barely afford to get by. You're eating crumbs. You somehow pull yourself out of that s-hole. Make yourself better. Get a crappy job working at a clothes factory. Turn that into a business of a floor waxing company. Sell that business. Get into real estate. Become a multi-millionaire. And then years later, be told that all your hard and work means shit. You have to pay out almost $10 million to people that have drawn all over your own building. That you fucking own. And when you told them you, they can't do it anymore, no one's there to help you. No one's there to protect you. You finally want to turn your, your investment into something that's going to make money. And you don't even get to do it. You die. The guy died this year. 
but you want to turn your investment, your 50 year, 50 fucking year investment into condos and you got to pay these people out. Now, the great thing about it is the guys up until he died couldn't understand it. I agree with him. He couldn't understand. He said, I did nothing wrong. All I did was invest in a building. I allowed people to draw on it. He's like, I didn't have to allow them to do it. I could have put up fences or a wall around this place for 50 years and not allow people to draw on the building, but I allowed them to draw uh, for, for 25 years, but I allowed them to do it. I allowed them to go there and use their, their creative artistry with fucking spray paint. He let them do it. And then in turn, when it was time for him to make his investment worth, to make his money back out of the building, which I'm sure he made his money back because he rented the place out for years. But now he saw the opportunity that knocking it down and rebuilding it into condos was the way to go. And he was probably right. Now, unfortunately, he won't get to live to see that shit or the profits from that. But it's unfortunate that when he had to die, what the last thing he sees or the last thing he realizes before he dies is that the America that he grew up in is dead. The America where you could be a poor boy, work your way up from the lowest of the low, from a family that can't even afford to get by, Become a multi-millionaire. And then right before you die, realize that your property is not your property anymore. That the United States of America is now woke. We're, we, we're woke, bro. We all, we all woke up. We're woke. We're going to draw on people's buildings. And then we're going to sue them. And we're going to win. This is a woke-ass society. You know what it should be? It's broke. Your ass should get broke. You should, I should be able to take your fucking, put you, bend you over my knee and break your ass. Like that's my, my father looking at me like, bro, I'm going to break your ass. You think you're going to draw on my fucking buildings and then sue me? Your ass is going to get broken. You ain't getting woken. You're getting fucking broken. Drives me nuts. And it, it's, it's typical of today's people and of t- today's society that when a man actually is nice. You, you know, fuck him. Fuck him for being nice, right? He's like, you know what? Go ahead. Draw on the building. Go, go for it. You guys, it's an artist community. Do it. Do it up. And he actually appreciated some of the work. But when the time had come for him to make his money, when the time had come for him to realize his investment that he worked his whole life for, from nothing, all the way to the top, you guys squeeze him for $10 million. And right before the guy dies, remind him, that America, that the American dream is on the cusp. It's on fucking life support. It's dying. That in this country, when, you, when you're successful, you have to pay. When you're successful, everybody's coming after you. Well, I mean, if you're the champ, you got someone working hard to come after you. But this is in a different light. People don't want to work hard to be the champ. They want to sue to be the champion. They want to go, they want to take out a lawsuit. Oh, we won the Super Bowl. Well, you didn't even play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but we're suing. And then they win. They win. I'm pretty confident that today, if a team sued the NFL that didn't even make the playoffs, they would win, they'd win the Super Bowl. Some team could make up some cockamamie fucking bullshit about, well, our team was protected to be really great, but then COVID ha- happened and the restrictions that you put on our team and then these new penalties that you guys put in and, you know, you, the, something happened on Fox fucking sports. We're suing you. That's why we didn't make the playoffs. We want to be Super Bowl champs. And they'd give it to them. They'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. Here you go. You're, you're Super Bowl champions. I mean, that's what we do. 
in the United States now. It, it's disgusting to me that a man could own a building. You own it. Imagine you own a home. You have a house. And you let the teenage kids, you know, let's say you, you bought a house in the, in the neighborhood. You're your real estate. Fuck it. It's just your own home. You live in it. And for, for a period of time, you let the side of your house be drawn on. You thought it was nice. You even put something out there for the kids to go there and to spray paint and to paint to, to get their brains working. And then someday you just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to sell my house. So you guys got to stop it. And then the city comes in and says, nah, no, nah, you can't sell your house, bro. You can't, you know, you, you bought it for like a hundred grand and now it's worth 300 grand because property prices went up and you want to, you want to get that money. You want to liquidate that cash and put that in your pocket. But the city comes in and says, no, no, you got to let the kids keep drawing there. You can't sell this house. Absolutely not. No, you can't get your money out. It's disgusting. It's private property. If the, 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 the courts or the, the government want to allow and want to have to pay this shit out. They should have just bought the property off the guy. Absolutely dry. People should be more upset about this. I just want to point this out. Anytime something like this happens, you should be upset about it. Why? Even though it happened to a guy who has a lot of money. First off, you have to look at his story and about how he got there. So that's just a fucking slap in the poor guy's face. The next thing is... You need to realize that slowly but surely, the freedoms and the American dream are getting chipped away by these woke-ass bitches. Chip, chip, chip. They're slowly but surely chipping away at the rock that is the American dream until it fucking collapses. Makes me sick. All right. What else we got? You know what? Here, we're talking about woke-ass bitches. Let's talk about Abe Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Emancipation, the Civil War. The guy died. He was murdered because he freed the slaves. He was, in fact, he was killed for for freeing African Americans in the United States. And now a school district in San Francisco wants to change the name of one of their schools, which is named after the great Abe Lincoln. And the reason they want to change it is they said that Abe Lincoln didn't show that black lives matter. I can't even believe I'm saying this sentence. I can't even believe that that I'm saying that a property owner had to pay out $10 million to a bunch of dinks that draw graffiti on his building. And then a district in San Francisco is saying that Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln didn't care about blacks. Dude, Abraham Lincoln fucking started Black Lives Matters. He's he's the first. He is the first. He came out. He he literally was like, yep, we're going to free the slaves. And then he fought a war to ensure the fact that the slaves would remain free. Then he won that war. And then fucking people killed him because he freed African Americans. This is like, I, I, I don't even think I could... I have nothing... I normally... When I talk about a topic, I might have like five, three, four different spins on it to try to go in a different direction. I can't go in any other different direction than to say this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And my, the, the people that came up with this idea honestly should be put on a fucking boat and they, you know what? Put them out to the Long Island um, uh, drug sanctuary that's going to be off the coast of Quincy here in Massachusetts. T- send them to China, Russia, somewhere. Get them the fuck out of here. Get out. Get out of my country. Please. You guys cause hate. You cause more hate than we do. 
I'm I Dude I'm dumbfounded. Like I, I'm so dumbfounded. It's like when your kid, when your son does something that you just like what? You you just look at him, you're like, what the fuck? What? You you have nothing else to say. You're like, who knows what he did? But you know, your kids just do the stupidest things and you just look at him like this is my kid? What? You, you fucking chooch. What? What? It, this is what I feel like. I feel like I need to go to San Francisco and get these school committee people in, in, in the room and just and just look at them for like an hour. Just stare at them. Just say nothing. I'm just going to fucking look at them and be like, with the, with the look on my face of like, like disgust. Like, what? What the fuck are you? Like, just, just go in. I'm just going to walk in and go, the fuck? And then I'm going to leave. And then I'll come back like an hour later and they'll be like, look, they'll be all confused. Like, why did he say that? They'll be saying, did you guys really say? And did you guys really pass a move uh, uh, or, or want to put a, 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 um, a bill out there or whatever the fuck you guys want to call it? I can't even think. That's how stupid this is. That you want to remove the name Abraham Lincoln from a school because he didn't care about African Americans. Did I hear you right? Did it, did, I, honestly, I would just, I would, did, excuse me? These these kind of fucking people, what they do, it's it's terrible. What they're doing is terrible. They're trying to rewrite history. They're trying to to use a word from a, the previous story. They're trying to whitewash American history. They're trying to make you think that Abe Lincoln and that our and, and, and earlier presidents, founding fathers, didn't give a shit about equal rights. Of course they did. It was a different time then, and shit that happened then, I don't know. I wasn't fucking alive. All I know is I've never owned a slave. I don't want to fucking enslave anybody. I look, I don't even, bro, I got blinders on. I'm like this. I said, I don't care. I could care less. And everybody to me is equal. Men, women, booze. I'm the same way with my booze. Booze is booze. It gets you fucking drunk, dude. I don't care what kind of booze you drink. Shit, you drink white booze, it'll get you drunk. You drink black booze, it'll get you drunk. You drink pink booze, it'll get you drunk. Purple booze will get you drunk. Yellow booze gets you drunk. I look, booze is just like people. It's all the same. I don't care. Blows my mind that this country is under attack by people that want to rewrite American history and try to tarnish the great name of Abraham Lincoln. And people should be more pissed about this. This should be a national news story. People, Tucker Carlson on Fox News or whatever news station you watch now, you know what? Even um, Anderson Cooper on CNN should be talking about this. And he's like the whitest guy on the goddamn planet. The guy's like Casper the Friendly Ghost. He should be talking about it and saying, yeah, this is stupid. Even African-Americans. I want to see some African-Americans come out and defend Abe. You guys should come out and defend Abe. You should say, yeah, um, the one guy, this is what it is though, right? Oh, fucking drives me nuts. It's these white guilt people. They have white guilt. They feel so bad. Oh, oh, they feel terrible. But, you know, there are, <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I can't, dude, I can't. I just, I can't deal with people that first off can't just go look back and say, okay, maybe Abe Lincoln, we can give a pass. Maybe Abe, we'll just look at Abe, we'll just say, hey, we can give Abe a fucking pass. Why don't you guys be more mad at, at uh, 
Jeez, I, 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 I don't, I, you, you name anybody. Go find a fucking slave owner that, that was actually a piece of shit and make him the person that you guys can't stand. Don't come after Abe Lincoln who freed the people. I, I really, when I do the podcast, I get to this point and it, I can't even think because my head is going to absolutely explode all over the screen, all over my iPad when I think about how ignorant and stupid it is that a school committee that a district would want to change the name of their school from Abe Lincoln to something else because they said he didn't care about black people. The sentence in itself is so frustrating and stupid, I can't even deal with it. And I don't want to deal with it. You have these white... And I'm, I'm willing to bet... I haven't even seen the committee. I'm willing to bet every person on the fucking committee is white. You have these white, guilt, woke pieces of shit that think that they should pay for what happened when they weren't alive. They think they should pay for shit that happened back in the 1800s and when our country was started back in the 1700s. They think that we should be responsible for that. How I would say this. And I've said it so many times on this show. And I'm going to be clear about it. And I will until the day I die. My father is from Italy. My dad was born in a different country. He came here. My father fucking came here. My dad, he came here from Italy when he was like 16. So he never lived here. during, And none of my family on his side ever lived here during the time of slavery. They never owned a slave. They weren't slave owners. They weren't racist. No. And then my mom, well, my mom's Native American. Do I need to go into the history of Native Americans? Do I need to talk about the mass genocide that happened to the Native Americans? Do I even need to talk about the fact that I might not even be here because we're lucky that her family didn't get fucking wiped out? So no one in my family has owned a slave or is racist. Nobody. I have no ties to this history in the United States of America where there were slaves and when they were owned and when they got treated like shit. And I've never treated any person of any different race badly. I'm not that person. Like I said, booze is booze is booze. People are people are people. It's, it's pretty fucking simple. Drives me absolute bonkers. Now, I'll be damned that if in my lifetime I ever have to pay or have to apologize for something that I didn't do, for something that I wasn't involved in. I, I'll, I'll tell you what, if there is ever a time, listen, they change the name from Abe Lincoln, I'll sue. You know what? I'll sue. And I'll probably lose because I'm not some woke-ass dude who's trying to get money. But just, I want you to think about that for a second. Let, let that sink in. I'm 42 years old. And I live in a country, the greatest country of all time, where the American dream is absolutely on fucking life support. And I'm trying to live the American dream. I'm trying to work hard so that I can become rich, so that I can take care of my family, so that someday my kids or my kids' kids, my grandkids, can be those snobby-ass white rich people that you guys don't like. I want my kids to be that. But I got to do it. Now think about this. Again, we live in a country where they want you to feel bad about things that happened in the past. For example, let's say your father killed someone. Should you go to jail for it? No. Let's say that uh, your your mom, I was going to say your mom raped somebody, but I mean, I don't think it really goes in that way. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Totally. I'm trying to have a serious conversation. 
I'll just say this. No effing way in my life will I ever find it acceptable to apologize. I don't have white guilt. They, they, done. Said. Said. There. It's out there. That's, that's what I'm getting at. I don't know why I beat around the bush. I don't have white guilt. I didn't do anything. I wasn't here. I, I'm, I'm sorry that shit happened. But I, my family wasn't here. My family had nothing to do with it. The Paziali family had absolute zero to do with it. And I can't stand woke people. Like I said earlier, woke people need to be broke people. That's it. And I'm not talking broke like poor. I'm talking like I'm going to broke your ass with my goddamn foot. Ah. All right. I, you know what? I'm out of time. I didn't even get to... Um... I got to get to the police. We'll have to do it tomorrow. All right, guys, listen, enjoy the snow day. If you get the snow day, I'm stuck at home. I'm stuck at home day while you guys enjoy the snow day. My kids have school. My daughter has school coming up in a little bit. We have to get her ready for that. Remote schooling. My son, Nariam, has remote schooling. I really appreciate the fact that you guys listen to Spazzing Out Americans podcast. This weekend, we will have a new episode of Podcast Pizza. Podcast Pizza is a cheese pizza review it is all about cheese pizza. If you don't eat cheese pizza, you've given up your right to cheese pizza. Probably do it on Saturday, and I will post it under Spazzing Out America's Podcast. You can get that, like I said, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you can get my podcast. Go check it out, guys. Thanks for listening.